Good evening to the great people of Kagara City. Good evening to my Gibeans by extension. Good evening to Liberians and most extensionally, greetings to all the Africans in your respective nations. This is the motivational platform that comes to you on Radio Kagata FM 101.7. And it comes under the kind courtesy of the Africa Philosophical Findings, which is taxed with the responsibility of inspiring and motivating the current generation of young Africans in the actualization of their respective dreams and preaching the message of peace and national unity, as well as revitalizing the Africanization policy that speaks about good governance, social justice, democracy, human rights, and most importantly, the African unity. With me, Tony Mikhail Howard, European Africanist and social justice practitioner. And I speak with you from the smiling coast of Africa, For tonight's edition of the motivational platform i will speak to you on something very crucial but before i go further with tonight's edition let me do a recap of what we spoke about in very few lines last week we spoke about the tricks of political demons and somebody may wish to ask, who do we refer to as political demons? Political demons are people who have interest at the hume of authority, both at the detriment of the masses. Political demons are people who are overzealous of the power and not committed to the development of their people. Political demons are people of personal aggrandizement than what actually their positions of leadership dictates. They are so concerned about what they get into their pockets than what they should do for the masses. And we says these political demons are found in Abakiliki of Ibo'in State, Nigeria. Of course, they are in Lagos State of Ikeja. They are in Omahia of Abia State. They are in Inugu State of Inugu. They are in Oka of Anambra State. They are in Owere of Imo State. They are in Ilori of Kwara State. They are in... Uh, Abiokuta of Ogun State. They are in all of the corners of Nigeria, like they are in Freetown, Sierra Leone, they are in Mama Liberia. They are in Dakar, Senegal, they are in Gambia. They are in Praia Kivet. They are in St. Louis, Mauritius. They are in simple plain English all over the continent of Africa. At least over the past 10 years, I have been privileged to visit several quarters of the African continent. And I can submit to you with no fear or favor that these political demons are in several quarters of the African continent. 
the stories in Liberia is replicated in, in Port Louis, Mauritius. The stories are replicated here. Even though to a very huge extent, the two nations are incomparable when it comes to development. When it comes to policy, incomparable, they are far, far, far ahead. Even at that, we still have some existing political demons. They are in Masiru of Lesotho. They are in Nairobi, Kenya. They are in Kampala, Uganda. They are in Cameroon. You know the story. Now, the question that comes to one's mind is how do the political demons manifest themselves? We say they come in the form of philanthropists. They come to assist you, to render assistance to you. But guess what? When they supply you a few bags of rice or a few corrugated sheets or what you call zinc in Liberia to cover your, your broken homes during the rainy seasons, when they build a mini road in a number of states or Lagos or whatever streets you find yourself in Nigeria or in Gambia or Senegal or returned Sierra Leone, they do not allow the beneficiaries of these opportunities to be the ones to speak about this good. Instead, they are the very first people to publicize the stories about whatever little assistance they will have rendered. The singular reason for which the one who does the good is the same, the same person who publicizes about that good, it is because they have a hidden agenda. In our challenging Liberians that got challenged in Nigeria 2023, there is general and presidential elections in the two countries, like other nations of the continent. And keep your eye on the political demons because they are sure they're going to come. They're going to present themselves like the Mualimu Julius Kambaragi in Yeridi of Tanzania, who says in the key Swahili language, even on his sick bed, he said, Jumbo, 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 Dabariyako, Kumfuta Nyuzangu, Kumfuta Nyuzangu, Nakupenda Pia. That is greetings to the people of all Tanzania. Follow my footsteps. They will come in that spirit with such zest, such humility. But the heart they carry inside of their body, their hands is like uh, Jean Ahel Bukasa of the Central African Republic. Or should I say, Mobutu Sese Susukukubendu Wasabanga, wicked dictator of the Congo, should I say, may so rest in peace? I don't know if I should say that anyway. They will come with the spirit, the sound tones of uh, 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 Nelson Mandela, but they have the hearts of a poor beard of Cameroon. Be mindful of them. They will come with the nice flowery expressions to lure you into giving them positions of authority, but they are actually political demons. They will be the first to invite the media to publicize the stories of the assistance they've rendered to you, but they are political demons. Once they will have ascended to the positions of authority, uh, they turn their back on you. They don't care about your health. They don't care about your development. They don't care about your education. They don't care about your peace and security. They are concerned about getting to the positions of authority. 
What hinders you as a community? It's not a problem. Safe drinking water is not the focus. Electricity is not the focus. Judicial distribution of the natural cake is a national cake. It's not the concern. The concern is what can we do to influence or manipulate these people till we get to the positions of authority. That's why they come in the form of philanthropists. But are they honest philanthropists? If they are honest, why didn't they allow you, the beneficiaries, to speak about the assistance they render? If they were honest, why didn't they allow you, the citizenry, to petition them and say, this is the man or this is the lady that we want to represent us in our constituency, in our country, in our region. Why? Because they are political demons. Economic vampires. And we say they come in the form of social justice practitioner to preach about your, your rights. But when have they started preaching about your rights? They come as intellectuals. But have they been able to translate their intellectualism into a practical manifestation to have a positive trickle-down effect on their lives that you're trusting them with the positions of authority? Have they? Rhetorical question. So then challenging Liberians, challenging Sierra Leoneans, Ghanaians, Senegalese, Gambians, Algerians, Malians, Ivorians, all Africans to take notes of these political demons, how they present or manifest themselves. Be careful. Greetings to Constantino Pelotero in the Boswana Nasito, readable hellable Lenten Jahaho in the Seswana language. That is it. That's how they present themselves. Be mindful. And what do I want to speak about? As that is the recap of all the last lectures we have. What do I have to speak about today? I'm talking to young people. I'm talking to young girls. I'm talking to young boys. A little bit out of politics, purely into inspiration right now. And what I want to speak about starts with this quotation. Never reject an unborn child because you never know when a savior is born. I repeat, never reject an unborn child because you can never tell when a savior is born. To my Liberian sisters, to my African sisters by extension, wherever you are, Try it as hard as possible to live the very safe life so that you do not fall victim of a once a pregnancy. But we are all humans, so we are liable to errors. Young people, 
uh, emotionally charged, sexually charged, socially charged, and contemporarily we are so charged in almost all ramifications. So a lot of crazy things are happening. Try to live a very safe life. But we speak to you, we speak from experience. We see the falling of dried leaves. It's a warning to the new ones that one day they will fall too. When you check in our communities, you see that young men in relationship with our sisters, and because he feels he's jobless, he feels that he has no standing whatsoever, and he mistakenly, should I even use mistakenly, got her pregnant, as he was told that this girl is pregnant. He rejects that pregnancy. We are saying one beautiful thing about conception is that you can never tell when a king, when a savior, when a liberator is conceived. So no matter how the situation is, young man, you got no food to eat, no clothes to wear, no place to live right now. It's tight. You so say, what am I going to do? Do not reject an unborn child because you can never tell when a savior is born. Don't reject that child. Accept and say you commit to that. And you take it from there. Don't say no. Do not allow that child to come into this world with an understanding from the mother that when she conceived that baby, you said, no, this is not my pregnancy. Don't do that. Because hatred is going to be in the hearts of that child as he or she grows up based on a very story. Don't say that. Accept it that you are responsible for that pregnancy. Because the disadvantageous aspect of you saying that you're not responsible for that pregnancy is that you are exposing that very girl that is pregnant for you to shame and reproach to her fellow females in the community. Don't do that to her. The disadvantageous aspect of you refusing to accept the pregnancy is that you are exposing her to abortion. And if she does that, she is vulnerable to death. Don't do that. The disadvantageous aspect of saying no, that you're not responsible for that pregnancy is that you are exposing her, you're exposing her to death. And if she dies in the process of abortion, you've, you can't afford to forgive yourself at all. And paraventure, she went and committed abortion, it was successful that the baby dies. She might have complications that hinders her from from giving birth tomorrow. 
that will be the massive trouble for her in the future. Accept the responsibility of that pregnancy. Or better still, stop living risky lives so that you do not find yourself in a situation that pushes you to say, no, I'm not the one who did that. To our sisters, concentrate on your education. If he so much loves you, he must respect your studies. If he so much loves and respects you and has a future with you, you have to follow all of the precautionary measures to ensure that you do not fall victim of teenage pregnancy. Protect yourself. We pass through that as men. And it is high time that we begin to educate the current generation of young Africans on the need to take the right precautionary steps to avoid troubles. But peradventure you find yourself in such a situation, please accept the responsibility. Say I am the one who committed this exercise. Say that, commit to it. It speaks a lot about your personality. And it saves the young lady from going for abortion, which might even expose her to death, the guy says. Let's support our African women. Let's serve as a security. Let's respect, love, and appreciate them. many things at the same time tonight respect to the late president of all Mozambique Samora Michelle he says in order for the nation to survive the tribes must die I repeat Samora Michelle of all Mozambique, may his soul and the souls of all faithful departed says, in order for the nation or for the country to survive, the tribes must die. As strict to Nigerians, the Igbos, the house of the Yoruba today, that nation is experiencing bitter tribal distractions. Since 1967 to 1970, the Biafra Civil War, Till now, it is easier to squeeze a stone and get water out of that stone to drink than to see a smooth conversation between an Igbo man and a Hausa man of Nigeria. Western Nigerians that are predominantly Yorubas can easily coexist of the houses of northern Nigeria. To some extent, they can coexist with the evils to a very small extent. But for the evils of eastern Nigeria, southeastern Nigeria, and, and the northerners, the houses, to coexist easily, it is almost impossible. 
That is the reason why, in spite of the fact that that nation is the greatest on the African continent in terms of natural resources, in terms of human resource capacity, she still struggles with tribal distractions. And it is undermining Nigeria's democracy, it is undermining Nigeria's development, it is undermining Nigeria's peace and security, it is undermining peace and unison in that country. And this is replicated across the African continent. We speak about the American Liberians and the indigenous Liberians. In order for Liberia to develop, the tribes have to die. We must step on the tribes. For the tribes to die, we're not saying the word die as in its original con uh, context. But we must put aside our tribal extractions and realize that once we are all born and brought up in Liberia, or both parents come from Liberia, even though we're born in other countries, we're still citizens of Liberia, we should be given equal opportunities. We should love and respect one another. Appreciate that Liberianized mentality than a Pele or a man on the gear banding or or, or, or whatever tribe you belong to. It doesn't matter at all. What matters is what you bring on a conversation as far as development is concerned. What matters is what your expertise are to bring on a table for the growth and development of our country. What matters is your, your individual contribution to the growth and development of all Liberia. What matters is not the houses, the Igbos and Yoruba. It's the expertise as an Hausa man. It's the expertise as an Igbo man. It's the expertise as a Yoruba man or Quara state or Ondo state or Lagos or Ogun state or your state. It is what you bring on the table. Your meaningful element of contribution is what counts. What matters is not the Wolof of the Gambia, it's not the Mandinka of the Gambia, it's not the Sarahuli, it's not the, the, the Manjaku or the Karunika or the Bambara. What matters is not whatever tribe, it is what a Gambian has to offer. If he has expertise to add him value to the society, give him or her the opportunity to show something, to showcase what they have. To French-speaking Cameroonians and English-speaking Cameroonians, what matters is not the language each of the region speaks, but the developmental orientation, the mentality to add value to the society, providing a chance to showcase what they have. What matters in Freetown, Syria is not the Mendes, not the Timinins, or the as tribe, or the Kono, or the Gola, or whatever tribe they belong to, or the Lokor. It's not the Ghana, it's not the Airways, it's not the Fantine of Ghana. It is what a Ghanaian has, it is what a Syrian Union has to offer on the table. Most important, what matters is not that I'm a Liberian, it's not I'm a Ghanaian, it's not I'm a Senegalese, it's not I'm a, I'm a Nigerian, it is not. I'm an Ivory. It is the fact that I am an African and you are an African and she's an African and he's an African that we are Africans. And we must learn to respect and appreciate our, our Africanism. That is the only way we can build our respected communities. That is the only way we can build our respected nations. And that is the only way we can build this continent to be competitive with other civilizations. Remember, the Western world is not interested in any testimony about Africa. I repeat, 
Western civilizations are not concerned, their media institutions are not focused on any beautiful testimony about the African continent. They are interested in your rotten stories. They are interested in your tribal stories or how you fight one another. They are interested in your underdevelopment. They are interested in how myopic we are getting as a people. They are interested in how we kill one another based on tribe. They are interested in how we harm one another based on religions. They are interested in how we hate one another based on cultural differences. They are interested in how we hate one another based on our, our differences as nations. But we must say no to what their focus is and we, we unite and say that even though I am a pale man and he, she's Bandi or Golad or whatever tribe she belongs to, but this is Liberia and in the same national anthem says all hail Liberia hail, all hail Liberia hail. This glorious land of liberty shall long be ours, O-U-R-S which means it belongs to all Liberians and we'd all have equal opportunity to benefit the national cake and we must be served well. That's even though I'm a Sarahuli of Gambia or I'm a, I'm a Wolof or Mandinkar or, 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 or Jahanka or, or whatever tribe, Manjako, Karunika. But what is important is we are all Gambians and the national anthem say for the Gambia, our homeland. Or you are our homeland. We strive and work and pray that all men live in unity, peace, and freedom each day. So Gambia belongs to all. So that the Yoruba man of Abiyokuta respects, loves, and appreciates the lady from aware of Orimo State. That the house man from Castina State takes the lady from uh, Ibo State of Abakiriki as equal Nigeria that whatever county you are from in Nairobi, Kenya you still respect people from other counties in that very country whether you are from Boavista or from St. Vincent or Pride or Mao or Brava or whatever island of Kiveri Island you're all from that very country Kiveri and must be treated equally love and respect and appreciate one another that is the only policy that somebody from Malawi and another person from Botswana, we are all Africans. Somebody from Soweto, another person from Peter Smirsberg, we are all South Africans. She lives in Jaube, which is a remote community in Senegal, and you live in Dakar. You two are Senegalese. That is the understanding that Africans will begin to have now if we expect to develop our countries. That Lima Katsu Lenkari from Masiru, Lesotho, and Constantino Pelotari is from our Botswana. You too are Africans and must be treated as Africans in terms of love, peace, and respect and harmony, no stigma or discrimination. That's somebody from Zambia, another one from Mozambique. We must all understand that we are Africans. Love is a word. We must activate the spirits of Pan-Africanism. We speak about continental unity. Because without unity, our continent will never survive.
That is the reason why when Molimo Julius Cambarino was on his dying bed, he still cried to the people of Tanzania, he stood and Zangu, I will repeat that every time. That follow my footsteps in terms of love, in terms of peace, in terms of unism, in terms of the spirits of patriotism, love for one's country. What is the current generation of Africans doing? to catalyze the energy that, 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 that give us this independence. What are we doing to catalyze the efforts of the Usaji for Dr. Kwame Nkrumah of Ghana, of Nelson Mandela, of Ahmed Secretary of Guinea Conakry, of David Daku of the Central African Republic, of William Vakana Rashad Rattan of Liberia, of Dr. Nandi Azikiwood of Nigeria, of the late Sadawuda Karaba Jawara of the Gambia. What are we doing to catalyze the efforts? Thomas Sankara of Burkina Faso. What are we doing? The fight for this independence, but due to our carelessness, Due to our inability to craft ideas, due to our inability to serve as solutionists instead of Confucianists, we are where we are today. With pains, we are where we are today. With hatred, we are where we have today. We are today. With division, we are where we are today. With religious discrimination, we are where we are today. With Stigma and discrimination against regions, against individuals, against communities, against parties. Why can't we unite? Why can't we hold together? Why can you value, can't we value our Africanization policy? Why? What is wrong with us as a people? To my Yoruba people in Nigeria, I say, Bao Nisha, Bao Lomo, Otito Jamenta. To the Igbos of Eastern Nigeria, I say to you, one name the number is Karaka, Ijiye. Mechiku Abiyama, Amamama Siyamasi, Oshimiri Atata, Ekuwe Mechuku Okike, Odoku Akataka. For those of you who are not Igbos, these are all attributes or qualifications for the Almighty God. Strengthen all of you wherever you are under the sound of my voice to be not some part of that very beautiful country that I say to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi In Arabic and in Hausa, I say to you, Sanu 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 Edua. To French speaking nations, I say to you, Bonsu Asava. Merci de vous supporter. Il est jeune, ça se bien passé. Ça marche. To the wall of the game, I was saying, I got a good day. The Malamona Fatsi, the Malamosa Fatsi, I don't know. To the Madinka, so say, then you know the land of the Nato. That is, I will never forget you. To the full as I say, here, Jan Masuda Nalaga. On the other hand, I say to you, Jamson, me, the Mamoja Moja. Love you so dear much. To my people in South Africa, somebody like a Lele, 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 zaka, zaka, as well as Nolutando Langa. And Madam Toko Zidesa Walanfama, I say to you, 
Lakini kwazulu natala ngusani bonani mzanzi ngea nimbe ngelela. To the Rwandan people in Kigali city, I say to you, Aba Gwanda, Aba Kunda, Oweze, in the Ichigwana language. So Nairobi, Kenya, and then uh, Tanzania, like Palm Chida and Amara of Kenya, I say to you, Nakupenda. Love you guys. Asante Kumansada, when you could see you, thank for supporting us. This is your motivational platform that comes to with a radio Kakata, if you want one point. Seven of Liberia, as well as our Symbians VIP magazine and TV of the Republic of the Gambia with me, Tony Mikhail Howard, your Pan-African and Social Justice practitioner. May the best thing happen to Liberia, may the best thing happen to the sitting guy, may the best thing happen to Botswana, may the best thing happen to Zimbabwe, to Tanzania, to Kenya, to South Africa, to Nigeria, to all of the nations of the continent. Salute. May we have the wisdom to understand that peace is a way, love is a way, unison is a way. There is power in diversity. Let's respect the Africanness inside of us. That is the best way forward. In the absence of that, we're going nowhere. Thank you very much. If you like, follow us. Bye-bye.